something to say. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Project Shadow, episode number 566, Declared Human. My name's Eric, and if you don't know, I am a sci-fi fantasy writer from Poplar Bluff, Missouri, and I am gay. I've been gay for a long time. In fact, most of my life, if not all my life. I mean, my first memories of not being like the other kids came in second grade. When I realized I was more interested in this one kid on the um, playground and the other boys were interested in the girls. It was a weird sensation. I learned to lie. I learned to tell people, oh, you know, I don't have a crush on him. I have a crush on his sister, his cousin. I got really good at lying. And that is a terrible, terrible thing. I decided with this episode just to be a little bit more open in format and not really cover much in the news other than last week. Last week on Friday, the Supreme Court of the United States of America, the Supreme Court of the country that I've lived in my entire life, finally declared me a full and complete citizen of the country that I live in. I read the entire decision that Justice Kennedy wrote, and it's beautiful. And it's so much more important than what people are taking it to mean. Yes, he legalized marriage in all 50 states, and Brian and I are now working on trying to figure out how we want to do this. We kind of want to make our wedding on our anniversary, which is in January, so we don't have a lot of time to figure things out. But yeah, we can get married here in Missouri. But the ruling went so much further than just giving us marriage rights. And when I say us, I don't just mean the LGBT community. I mean we as a civilization, we as a country, we as a culture. It was breathtaking in the way Justice Kennedy described not only love, but rights. And that our rights are things that cannot be denied us by a majority, by a vote, by the decision of the populace. Our rights are ours, no matter what anybody else thinks, says, believes. That is important. That is the heart of the, of the matter. We are a nation that is built on the idea of unalienable rights. Not inalienable rights. Unalienable rights. These are rights that cannot be denied you by anyone at any time, and anyone who tries to do that is violating the conscience and the soul of the country. 
That's the idea that we're founded on. That's the idea that this nation was built on. And here we are now in 2015, having the Supreme Court of the United States finally announce to the country, you don't get to vote on minority rights. I think that part of the decision is almost more important than this whole idea of gay marriage. Because if we can get that applied over and over again in various other ways, in the Voting Rights Act, getting it brought back, if we can get that applied to transgender issues, to adoption issues, to issues around the country, to being able to use a frickin' bathroom that is that matches your gender... That would be a huge thing. That would be an amazing thing. And that is something that I don't think a lot of people saw in the ruling. And it's one of the things that just, it stepped out to me. It just stood out to me. The majority can only, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I've been flabbergasted for three days and you guys know me. I am not like that. It is hard for me to find words to even describe how this feels, you know? I don't know how much of my own personal story I've shared on the channel. I know I've shared a lot and I've overshared a lot, but you know, I grew up as someone who I was bullied in school and I know I'm not alone in that. A lot of people have been, but I remember getting beat up, especially there was this one time in fifth grade. I remember getting beat up really badly and sitting there in the principal's office and having the principal tell me, they're just trying to make a real man out of you, boy. A real man. Yeah, see, that was the problem. I wasn't a real man. I thought all the people punching and kicking me, you know, that's what it takes to be a real man. And it was from things like that that I learned how to hate myself. And a lot of people still learn how to hate themselves. You know? I don't want to go through the whole sad story of, you know, my life. I mean, it hasn't been all bad. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, I remember losing my job once. I had a really, really good job. I was managing a store and making more money than I ever should have. And getting fired because my manager found out I was gay. You know, I actually remember her talking to me on the phone and her asking me, Eric, are you a faggot? And I thought about lying. I really did. I thought about lying. But at that point in my life, I had been out to most of my, to my friends, well, to all my friends and to parts of my family. And it just felt wrong staying in the closet. So I said, yes, I am. And she fired me right there on the spot. And so I can't remember the exact name of the group, but I called the Maryland, um, what is it? Equal Opportunity Board or whatever. And the person that I talked to on the phone just laughed and said, well, what did you think was going to happen? Like, it was my fault. I deserved getting fired simply because of the people I love, because of who I love, because of who I am. I deserve to be fired. <laughs> you know, I've had a lot of experiences like that throughout my life, and I honestly never, ever thought that in this country... 
I, I would ever see a day like we saw last week. I never thought it would happen. I really never did. I hoped, I hoped, I dreamed, I prayed, I wanted it to happen, but I just didn't think that it would. I had experienced so many bad things. And living here, you know, it doesn't get much better. We run a business in town, we run a restaurant in town, and people boycott us because we are a queer-owned business. Yeah, 2015. You know... (laughs) And it's it's not like, you know, we have rainbow flags hanging up outside or anything. You know, we are not running a gay bar. We're running a regular restaurant, for goodness sake. But that hatred is so ingrained in our culture and in our society. I never thought I would be sitting here in this state realizing that I could get married. Realizing that the law says... They can't treat me different because who I am. I'm sure there's a lot of people in this state, especially in this city, that are going to try to find ways to fight this. You know, I do not look forward to the day Brian and I decide to actually go in and pick up our marriage license because hopefully it will go smoothly because by then it'll all kind of have washed over. But honestly, I'm not expecting it to be a smooth thing. I'm not expecting it to be a good thing, an easy thing. Maybe it will be. I don't know. But the thing that, you know, the weirdest thing, and it's the thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about today. The strangest thing for me in all of this was at the end of the day, what I got out of the decision on Friday, what I got out of it was for the first time in my life, I felt like in the eyes of my country, I had been declared human, worthy of the same dignity as anyone else. That, I can't say that that's the reaction I expected. I I cannot say that that's how I thought I would feel when this happened. I'd spent a lot of time contemplating, you know, what is it going to mean if this goes one way or the other? All of the things that I thought about, everything that went through my mind about how I would process a decision, pro or con, that was not one of the possibilities. That, That was, of course I'm human. Of course I'm valuable. It took me a long time to get to that point. It took me a long time to fight within my own psyche to feel that way. But I got there. But there was something about these five people in black robes saying that I have equal dignity in my own country. That it made me feel human. It... it, It was like this weight was just ripped off of me and I just started crying. And all day I was, I mean, tears kept streaming down my face and I kept laughing and the two just mingled together and danced together. And I just didn't know how to process it. I still don't. I'm sitting here trying to talk to you guys about it. And I thought about doing a script. So my thoughts would be, you know, much more linear and easier to follow. But, you know, we have such a good relationship 
that I thought it would be better just to be honest. I, to feel human is something that no one should be deprived of. No one for any reason whatsoever. And I had never realized that it wasn't that I felt lesser, that I felt unequal. It was that I felt that they were trying to say that I was not a legitimate part of the species. That's, that's something to try to wrap your mind around. And I don't know how many of you guys have had a similar experience. I mean, I know I have a lot of LGBT listeners and it would be fascinating to know if any of you guys have had the same experience with this, but it felt like something changed. It really did. You know, I know this isn't the end. This isn't where it's all going to end up. We still have to worry about uh, adoption rights and things of that nature. I think that's going to be one of the more interesting things. You know, Brian and I have talked for a long time about having kids. I still don't think we're financially in a place where I would feel comfortable bringing a kid into it. Um, You know, and that's mainly just because, you know, as a child, you know, I grew up with a lot of financial instability and, you know, I don't want to do that to another child though. I do feel that, you know, having a home would be better than not having a home. That's a whole other discussion. You know what I'm saying? And to be honest, I really don't know how to move forward from this. (laughs) I know that sounds like such a strange thing to say, but I, I I want, I don't know. I, that's one of the reasons why I just wanted to record this as it was. I just wanted to, you know, I put out some of my thoughts on Friday over at the blog over at projectshadow.com and they were a jumbled mess then. And my thoughts are still a jumbled mess today. You know, I've been trying to get some work done. I've been trying to do this, that, and the other working on story and what have you, but (laughs) I really do feel like my world got flipped, turned upside down. And I just, I don't know. I just, I am so grateful that this decision happened. I guess I should talk a little bit about what's been going on with me, other than my sheer surprise over the gay rights decision and some of my intentions on what to do with this podcast going forward. So (laughs) let me gather myself together to be able to discuss things in a business-like state. So, okay. (laughs) So, everybody, I mean, this podcast has been off and on for a while, and it's not because I don't want to do it. It's because I felt that I had trapped myself in a certain format, and I was very concerned about breaking it. As you can see with today's episode, I broke it and I don't care. (laughs) And I think that that's kind of the state that I needed to get to, to be able to move forward with this. Um, previously I had spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about sci-fi movies and TV shows and, um, music and things like that. And I still intend to do that. I still intend to spend time on the show talking about stuff like that. And, 
making episodes about TV shows and movies and whatnot that I really like and enjoy and want to share with you guys or feel that we can go deeper into and really kind of pull out some neat, cool and hidden stuff. I do want to do that. But, you know, as I've said in previous podcasts, you know, it's been really hard for me to deal with the snark in the press to spend the time to go in and find the movie news and whatnot. And I've been trying to find some workarounds around that and find some sites that are better for news and what have you. And I think, I think we're getting there. I think I'm starting to find a way to do that, but I also want to just make this a much more personal podcast. I mean, that's one of the things that's always amazed me about you guys is that, you know, I've always been open and honest with you and we have this kind of weird pseudo friendship over the podcast. And it really shows in person when I get to meet you, you know, when we are at the conventions and whatnot, and you, it, it's like, you know, we've known each other forever because a lot of you guys have very similar stories to mine and we meet and we hang out all weekend and it's great and it's so much fun. And by the way, we're going to be going to shore leave this year. So get ready for that. That's going to be awesome. I'm really excited. Um, hoping to hit a couple other conventions as well, but, um, only time will tell about those. I'll let you know as soon as, you know, I have information about that, but, um, you know, we, we have such a conversational tone that I kind of wanted the show to be less programmed and more conversational and more kind of what's going on in not just, you know, in life, in the world, I'm not going to be bringing politics in like I used to way back in the day. If anybody remembers back that, that, that far, you know, the, a lot of the earlier episodes were much more political in nature. I'm not planning on going back to that or anything, but, you know, talking about books that I'm reading and, you know, current events and what's going on and, you know, what I've been learning. I think that's more than anything, what I want this podcast to be, you know, what, I have been reading what I've been enjoying and what I've been learning and kind of sharing that with you guys and having you guys share that with us, whether it be through the Reddit that nobody uses or over at project shadow agenda, um, which I need to get better at putting posts over there for you guys to just kind of add all your, you know, here, maybe we should talk about this stuff and what have you. I'm still ishy about, um, opening registration up over there. I did try that and a bunch of spammers immediately jumped on. And because it's a known site, there's not a lot of spam filter software for it. And so I had to kill them all by hand, you know, kill all the posts by hand and then go back and get rid of the accounts. And it was, it made it a lot more work. So I'm probably not at the point, point where I'm going to be doing open registration, but if you are interested in registering for that site to be able to share and post and use it um to help build the community let me know send me an email um if you go to projectshadow.com and go to the bottom of the page you will see you can either use the ask me anything link um i'll need your email address who you are and why you want to be a member of the site or you can go down to the very bottom of the page and you'll see an email icon that you can click and send me an email that way um because it's a really cool service that will actually not, not just be like a new, another social network that you have to deal with, but the way known works. And what I like about it is when you post there, it gives you the option to push those posts to Facebook, to Twitter, 
um, LinkedIn, SoundCloud, and um, somebody else that I forget. Oh, Flickr. Um, they're working on other plugins to be able to offer um, Google Plus and Tumblr and stuff like that, too. But, you know, that way, you know, it's not like just asking you guys to post on our, you know, not, not like the old Ning site where you just posted on our site and then, you know, had to go and repost elsewhere for other things that you wanted to do. You can actually push your posts out to other services, and that's really cool. Um, but I'd like to get the community site back up and running. So if anybody would like to have a seat in there to start sharing and get the conversation rolling, let me know. I actually like doing this better than the Facebook group. I like the Facebook group, but I hate Facebook. So I really don't want to, you know, have to deal with them. And it's the same thing with everything going on over at Google plus. I love Google plus, but I'm the only one. Nobody uses the group over there. So, you know, it's not so easy to just have people, you know, go over there and migrate over there. Cause I've been trying that for years and nobody has. So, you know, what I like about this is it's something that I own. I operate. I don't have to worry about, you know, Facebook changing the way that it works or Google plus changing the way that it works. You know, it is what it is. It's, you know, like I said, it's something that I own and operate. So, you know, we, it's, it's a, a it is a home base for us and that's over at project shadow agenda.com. So if you're curious at being a contributor over there, let me know. Um, it would be wonderful. <laughs> I would really like that. Um, I don't know. As far as my writing goes, still been working on stories. Um, got a couple that will hopefully be out soon. Doing a lot more writing, particularly for Medium. I really like Medium.com as a place to put out my short stories. The only issue that I have is that they're not monetizable over there. And, you know, I do need to make a living. But I also think that, you know, for the most part, my fiction should be free. So for anybody who wants to support my fiction, my podcasting, and everything that I'm doing, please check out my Patreon page. Um, it's patreon.com slash Dorset, or you can go to projectshadow.com and right there on the front page, you'll see a become my patron and you can click over there. Um, if you can afford to do a donation, you don't have to, please don't feel pressured, but if you can afford to do a donation, it does help free up my time because I can think less about doing projects that bring in money and more stuff just to make you guys happy. And if you don't like any of the rewards that are listed over there, I'm actually thinking about redoing the rewards that are over there. If you don't like any of the rewards over there, let me know what kind of rewards you guys would want. And I will do what I can to make that a reality. So, but if, if you can find it in your heart to go over there to patreon.com slash the Dorset and, um, help me out, you can do it for as little as a dollar a month. You know, if you can afford more, that would be great. But you know, anything that you can contribute, it'll help me get to the conventions better. It'll help me, you know, like I said, focus on the fiction and the podcasting and everything and not have to do so much else. Alrighty. Well, I've rambled on for over 20 minutes. I do promise, you know, next time, next time I do one of these, I'll have a more co comprehensive topic. And hopefully I will get back to doing this daily because I miss talking to you guys and I miss the response. I miss the community. So I'm going to try to get back into doing this daily. I think by breaking the format and just kind of making it a conversational thing like we're doing now, 
will get over some of the anxiety that I felt about recording the show. You guys are the greatest. I mean, I wouldn't keep pushing forward and fighting as hard as I am to keep all this going if it wasn't for you guys. And I just wanted to say thank you. You're the best fans in the world, and you mean everything to me. I mean, you really do. And I hate to use the word fans because, you know, in so many ways, I feel like we are friends, especially when we do the meetups at the conventions and everything. Anywho, I will talk to you all later. Have the fun. Bye.